Hi and welcome, I'm Anne and thank you for joining me. This evening I'd like to think a little bit about um, whether prayer is something you turn into a performance. When you pray, why do you um, do it? What's your attitude toward God? What is it you want when you pray? Have you ever been tempted to pray um, as if you are more than who you really are? Are there things you aren't facing that really need your prayer if you were ever to become the person you can be? In her book, The Breath of the Soul, Reflections on Prayer, Joan Chittister urges us to be aware and accepting of ourselves and who we really are. She says that if we really want to learn to pray, we must grapple with the temptation to act more pious, to more accepting of God's will than we really are. When all we bring to prayer is our holiness, she notes, what is the use of being there? To grow spiritually then, I cannot hide even from myself. I must pray for self-knowledge, she confesses, for the searing honesty that with the grace of God can bring me to the heart of God. It is important that what I say and what I do lines up. When teaching his followers, Jesus said, don't say anything you don't mean. You only make matters worse when you lay down a smokescreen of pious talk saying, I'll pray for you and never doing it or saying, God be with you and not meaning it. You don't make your words true by embellishing them with religious lace. In making your speech sound more religious, it becomes less true. So Jesus wants what you and I say and do to make a difference to how we live and love God as well as other people. Jesus once told a story to um, challenge people who are confident of their own righteousness and look down on others. Those who are proud that they're doing a great job with their praying and reading God's word, for example. But it's actually just a performance for them, a show they put on to make themselves look good in front of other people. So in the story, two men went to the temple to pray. One was a religious leader and the other was a tax collector. Now, in Jesus's day, people despised tax collectors because they collected taxes on behalf of their enemies, the Romans who occupied their country. And also tax collectors usually demanded more money than was necessary and pocketed um, the extra to make themselves wealthy. In the story, the Pharisee stood and prayed like this. Oh God, I thank you that I am not like other people. Robbers, crooks, adulterers, and heaven forbid like that tax man over there. Now, I fast twice a week. 
and I give a tenth of my income to the temple treasury. Meanwhile, the tax man, he slumped in the shadows, his face in his hands. He couldn't even look up when he prayed. God, give mercy. Forgive me, a sinner. This tax man, Jesus commented, not the other, was, went home made right with God. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled. And the one who humbles himself or herself will be exalted. The tax man came to God poor in spirit. He realised and accepted that he could never match God's holiness and those capacities within himself for living more rightly in God's, um, the way God wants us to. So I ask that for tonight, this may be your sincere prayer. Reveal, O Lord, to my eyes your glory. Expose, O Lord, to my heart your love. Disperse, O Lord, from my mind the darkness. Fill, O Lord, me, my life with your light. Protect, O Lord, from thoughts without action. Guard, O Lord, from words without feelings. Defend, O Lord, from ideas without results. And surround me with your presence. Open my eyes, my heart, my mind, my soul to the blowing of your spirit. Amen. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye for now. Thank mm -hmm. you.